blesses us every time we meet. Amen. I wanted to share with you a scripture this afternoon. And uh, um, since we are coming on to Palm Sunday and we won't be meeting next week, I thought I'd go to Matthew, the 21st chapter, the 21st chapter of Matthew, you know, that triumphal entry, triumphant, the triumphal entry and share that with us this afternoon. Matthew, the 21st chapter. And when they drew near to Jerusalem and came to Bethpage at the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village before you, and right away you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. And if anyone says anything to you, you will say, The Lord needs them and he will send them at once. Now this took place so that what was spoken through the prophet would be fulfilled. Amen. And that's a quotation that I'm going to share with you that comes from Zechariah 9 and 9. So verse 5 is that quotation Say to the daughter of Zion, that's the people of, you know, Israel, Behold, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a pack animal. So the disciple went and did just what Jesus directed them, and brought the donkey and the colt and put their cloaks on them and he sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road and others were cutting branches from the trees and spreading them on the road. And the crowds who, crowds who went ahead of him and the one who followed him were shouting, saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the heaven. And when he entered into Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred up, saying, Who is this? And the crowds were saying, this is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth of Galilee. Who is this? Jesus, 
with all the healing and the preaching, prophesying that he did. And about three years of his ministry was still not known by everyone. And even those who knew him didn't really know who he really, really was. The same today, many people don't have never heard of Jesus. And that's why we continue to encourage people to spread the word as Jesus has encouraged us to do. And many who have heard his name, many who have read about him in the Bible, who have been told of his preaching and healing, many of us who profess to be followers of him, we could ask the same question, do we really know who he is? One of the reasons that, uh, there are several reasons, of course, that that is so. One of the reasons comes out of this passage. It's interesting that verse 10 states, who is this? And I just told you that one of the reasons that people don't really know him is because of this very story of the triumphal entry of Jesus into Jerusalem. First of all, this was a dangerous place for Jesus to go and to go in the way in which he went. The disciples were very, very nervous about that. And in a, in a sense, many of them were concerned that he didn't become too well known. The notoriety they believe might upset what they think that his plan really was or God plan was to overthrow the government. So it was a dangerous thing for him to do one. And number three, many people didn't really think that they should be publicized because they would discover that he had come to overthrow the government. You and I know now that that was not the reason he came. But yet, in spite of all of that, the question is asked, and it's asked of us even today, who is this man? Who is this prophet? Who is this person riding on a donkey? And the key comes out of the prophecy that we shared in verse 
number five. And um, it comes out of the quotation of Zechariah 9 and 9, which has to do with the donkey and his riding on a donkey. Many people of various religious persuasion and some of them, even though they are followers of Christ, I think sometimes become a little sidetracked by this old issue of the donkey and Jesus riding on the donkey. First of all, um, some people, notably some Jewish people, don't think too kindly in the perspective that this Messiah, their Messiah, Jewish Messiah, the Jesus that we talk about so much, would be such a person that would be so helpless and without power. And the imagery of Jesus riding on a donkey depict this. And then to other people, such as Christians and believers, we put so much emphasis and I may say emphases, we attribute so many things in our understanding of the triumphant entry of Jesus into Jerusalem on this day, on this, on this Palm Sunday. So much emphasis that he came and humbly mounted riding on a donkey and the emphasis is placed more on Jesus humility than in the power, than in the power of God and even in the power of the prophecy. So that's why the question when asked, who is he? Who is this man? Who is this king riding on a donkey? Is still relevant to us today. Let's look at a few things. First of all, let me just get straight to the point. The donkey that so much emphasis is put on does not necessarily represent humility in the, in the sense that we sometimes over attribute it to. As we put 
scripture and we always put scripture in its historical context in the time in which this account took place to own a donkey would have been a big deal in fact most people today all over the world who scrape out a living day after day who live from paycheck or no paycheck to paycheck and no paycheck couldn't even afford a donkey today much less in the time of Jesus a donkey would have been a fairly expensive deal to own most people walked to every place that they went including Jesus that was your means of transportation so the very fact that Jesus was on a donkey riding on a donkey represented something a bit more than usual first of all if we look at the authority of Jesus we see clearly that he sent his disciples to a person that probably was somewhat of a stranger regardless but he gave a commandment he, I mean he commanded he gave the instruction that this person would give up their donkey and bring it to Jesus that definitely has to be an understanding of the prophecy also that Jesus on that day would exert authority to get things done the donkey depicted humility in that in terms of kings and I may add queens but in terms of kings kings rode on other by other means other than a donkey so Jesus is riding on a donkey in comparison to what King Herod would be riding in a chariot with horses and so forth was humble in comparison to Herod or any other king for that matter and of course you know Herod was seeking to get Jesus 
once he entered into his territory in Jerusalem. But uh, if we make some kind of analogy, horses and chariot, that would be traveling first class, so to speak. And that would be a luxury car. But a donkey was a car anyhow in comparison to what? Maybe a small car, whatever you want to pick it in comparison to what most people could afford. So the prophecy is telling us, yes, Jesus is king and in comparison to other kings of the earth, he didn't have to show off luxury because he identified with the people. He didn't rob the people, he didn't overtax the people. But there is an understanding of the triumphant entry of Jesus, that he's just not an ordinary person, that he is a king. Behold your king is coming at you in comparison to a herald or whatever, humbly, but a king anyhow, a king who deserve to ride in to Jerusalem and not walk into Jerusalem. So what we have done too often and too much, maybe none of you this afternoon, probably none of you, but too many people, is to just concentrate and focus on the humility of Christ and not on the power of God and not on the kingship of Jesus and not on the purpose that he came into to Jerusalem in the first place. He came there to be crucified. He knew this, but at the same time, he wanted to make the message go forth that although he would be crucified by the end of that week, he is still king and he is going to get up out of the tomb with all powers in his hand. We should, as we promote the humility of Christ as it relates to us and all ordinary folks, not do so at the detriment or the expense of promoting the power of God. This scripture is more about power than it is about humility. Jesus to us is all about power. So we need to understand that someone who could command the donkey be brought to him, that he could ride into Jerusalem triumphantly is not a weak figure, a weak person. Who is this man? Who is this man that 
could comfortably depict humility at the same time depicting the fact that he has all powers in his hand. So that's why we need to, I even have to witness Jesus to other people. Don't undermine the power of God through Jesus Christ. Don't let the donkey represent something out of context of the time or anything like that. Let them know that he's the most powerful person that we could ever know. But in his humility can identify with everyone, with us and any ordinary folk. So God we praise and we thank you so much. And this time as we lead up to Resurrection Sunday and we hear in our heads, who is this man? The answer is, this man has all powers in his hand.